Are you looking for a podcast about the cure for blindness? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm just having a good time. How are having you? Having a time. I am ready to crack into this because I'm ready to tell you a thing that I'm drinking. Yes, please. All right, you ready? I'm so ready. I'm cracking this. It looks very mm-hmm. normal. Right? Looks like a Dr. Pepper can. Yeah, okay. Let me let me give it a sniff. Area the flavors. Very weird, very weird. I'm going to pop this can out. Give you a little mm-hmm. looky here. Oh, Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream. I don't really like it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I feel like it would be too sweet. It's it's really not. It's very mild. It is, it mild. is a good balance, right? Okay. But here's my thing. What's the nose? Like, describe the nose. Oh, dude. Oh, it's strawberry. Yeah. Oh, it tastes strawberry. Lovely. Fucking... Aerated. It's a 10. Oh, it's a 10 for the strawberry. Here's my problem. I don't like cream soda. Uh, I don't really like cream stuff. So, like, I've had, like, the uh, Quaker State or the Quaker Oats, like, peaches and cream oatmeal. Like, oh, all those and stuff. Yeah. And anytime there's, like, an and cream, I don't really like that flavor. Okay. I don't know. There's something about it that I don't like. And this does that to me. But that strawberry huh. part... It's still really good. Remember when they this made tastes a- absolutely not like Dr Pepper, at all. What was what was uh Dr Pepper red or something? I think so, something like that. There was like that special Dr Pepper that was like Dr Pepper, but there's also a red flavor involved, and it was really mm-hmm. good. That was good. I think it was raspberry though. Yeah, this is fine. I think you would like it. Yeah, it's it's definitely not uh barbecue water like a normal <laughs> Dr Pepper. Okay. Like this doesn't have Remember when you were having one that time on the show and you were like, It really has that bite. Like it really kinda punches you. Yeah. This does not do that at all. This is very smooth. Okay. It's good. Smooth I mean, Dr. Pepper. This is like my fourth one. I'm not saying oh I God. hate it. Not like today. Day? No. Okay. <laughs> it's like, no, Jesus, like, you're hitting them hard. Like within the week. Okay. Like I've had like I had like one the first night. I drank one the next night. Didn't have one for a couple of days. And was like, oh, I'll have another one. And then I figured I'd have one for the show. Mm, nice. It is good. I would probably not buy it again. I definitely just wanted to try it. But okay. I think you guys should probably taste test this one. It is pretty good. Taylor loved it. Mm. Thoroughly loved it. It is nice. Like, it is nice. It's <laughs> just right. that creamy part. Like, it leaves an... Cream soda leaves like a feeling in my mouth, almost like a yeah. film kind of. I know what you mean. That's what I don't like. Like, okay. it's not even that it tastes bad. To me, it doesn't have good mouthfeel. Okay. I don't like that. That's weird. <laughs> I've seen like Dr. Pepper cream soda on the shelf before, I think, right? Like, that's a yes, thing. Yes, that was a thing. Yeah. I absolutely hated that one. <laughs> I can imagine. Because that was just straight up the cream soda stuff. This, the strawberry helps. Strawberry All right. Helps. I'm going to have another sip. It's, it's kind of good. So did they release it just for Valentine's Day or what? Um, I don't know. It's been out for like a week or two, so it might be out the rest mm. of the month, maybe. Like a seasonal flavor type thing. Yeah. I I'm angry about seasonal flavors right now. 
Why? Because it's strawberry season, and I fucking mm-hmm. love everything that's strawberry flavored. I love it. And I'm like, why do you guys give it to me only in February? Why do you take mm. it away? Why do you rip the strawberry rug out from underneath me after Valentine's Day is over? That's true. Yeah. It sucks. I love strawberry chocolate and strawberry flavored anything. It's like strawberry is one of those artificial flavors. It's like. That one's always been good. It's always good. Like no matter what brand or what style of thing you're getting, if it's strawberry, it hits. Like yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Like watermelon is divisive. Grape is yeah. divisive. But strawberry is good. That's always good. They only give it to us around Valentine's Day and I got pissed about it. It makes me upset. (laughs) I bought like a bunch of strawberry chocolate at the store the other day. because For Rare Rochers? No, no. The, what do they call the, the other ones, the round ones where you like break them and there's truffle inside. For Rare Rochers, Lint truffles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're good. Oh, see. Yeah. I always mix those two up. Mm. You're right. Yeah. The Rare Rochers got the nuts. Oh, yeah. Those are gross. (laughs) Yeah. But, Man. I love strawberry, and it makes me sad that they take it away. It's like fucking mint chocolate that only ever comes out in like the winter times. Don't make that face about mint chocolate. Right, mint chocolate like is delicious. <laughs> Go home. Um, you like Pepperidge Farm cookies? I do. You like Milano cookies? Yes. I was just at the store, and they had a Milano mint chocolate cookie. I've never huh. seen that before. Yeah, me either. So maybe... You can get your fix with that one right now, but I don't know why Maybe. it's out right now. Weird. Yeah. They always like do mint in the wintertime and it's like sometimes yeah. it's summer and I'm craving a nice cool mint, you know? No. Make me sad. <laughs> Ate that shit. It's so nasty. Seasonal flavors shouldn't be a thing. They should just let me have all the flavors all the time. It's, it's true. not like I wouldn't enjoy strawberry year round, you know? I bet there's tons of people that would love pumpkin spice all year round. For real. Give you know? me the the spice that I crave. Um Oh, well, see, since we're out here, I don't have Dutch Bros no more, and oh, they're yeah. they're huge on the seasonal flavor. Like they change like monthly flavors. Man, and now I won't know what they have. What's what's the closest Dutch Bros to us now? It's in Plano. Plano. It's not that far away, but it's not you know five minutes up the street, right? Like it was. So now I got to see if Scooters is any good. I've tried it once or twice, and. I mean, Scooter, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, but I don't like it. Well, see, I'm thinking that that might just be the one here, because the one that's been out here has been there like 10,000 years. Has it? Dude, that thing's been here like at least seven years. It's been a minute. I guess. But they just built that one in Princeton, and Taylor was like, this is delightful. Hmm. She thought, she was like, I might go there instead of Dutch Bros sometimes. Like, Okay. It it like was rivaling Dutch Bros for her. But that was the new again, location. Probably. Yeah, but that was a new location. You know? Yeah, the old one's lost its flair. Exactly. I'm going to tie this into another thing, but I'm going to tell you about some stuff that these two things have lost their flair. Okay. For me. Uh, first of all, back on the soda train, mm-hmm. I went to Circle K the other day, which I yes. didn't know Circle K has like an exclusive Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's like purple. <laughs> it was good. Okay. It I've never tried it. It wasn't lovely, but it was good. But they had that new Starry in there. Yes, and I've right? seen it, and I haven't tried it, okay. but I would like to. They got me one. I don't really like plastic bottles. I would have yeah. preferred a ca- 
I like cans. I much I do prefer too. cans. Cans, oh, that little metal taste in there, delicious. It's perfect. I, the, the plastic bottle is yes. my last choice for a beverage. Well, they only had it in the plastic. I was like, that's fine. I brought it home. I chilled it like a whole day because I like lemon limes or clear sodas. You gotta have them cold. Only good super cold. If they get even close to room temperature, it's over. Fucking ruined. So I got that shit cold, right? So I'm like, all right, Sierra Mist. Okay, Sierra Mist was my top clear soda. I did not know that about you. I oh my god. Okay. The first time I ever had a Sierra Mist, like, literally blew my mind. <laughs> I was in high school, and you know, I only really drank Dr Pepper, like some Coke stuff, like Sprite and stuff. And they had yeah. Sierra Mist. I was like, what the fuck is that? Other sodas exist. Never heard of that? I don't fucking want that. And I was like, well, that's all they got. So I was, we were waiting to do a football game thing. And so they brought in Rudy's barbecue. Okay. And they just had like Sierra Mist in there. And I was like, sure. First of all, Rudy's uh, pulled pork sandwich blew my mind. That was the most delicious <laughs> pulled pork. And then I was like, oh, I'll have the Sierra Mist. I took two more before the game started to take oh down with me there. Sierra Mist is the crispiest. I will admit, it is definitely not the most lemon-lime. I'm not okay. saying it's super fruity. It's just so crispy. I God, I, it I has think, crisp. <laughs> I think Sierra Mist suffers from the branding because like, it just sounds like an off-brand soda. Like it wants to be Mountain Dew so bad, but it's Sierra Mist. Yeah. Isn't that by the same people, though? Yeah, it is, which is weird to me. Like, yeah. they have the lemon-lime soda. Why'd they do another one? But Mountain Dew, I don't really take as lemon-lime. No, it's just, like, yellow. <laughs> yeah, like, I've never considered that a lemon-lime. But it is, isn't it, though? Technically. I just thought it was always caffeine in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but, yeah, Sierra Mist has always been my top. Sprite is good. I do like a Sprite. But if I had the choice, it would definitely be Sierra Mist. 7-Up. Yeah. I really don't have a lot of experience with, so I don't have much to say experience. with it. Experience, okay. Which is interesting because that's the Dr. Pepper one. Yeah, like, true. Yeah, Sierra Mint Seven Up is the Dr. Pepper Sprite, but like I never see Seven Up anywhere. No, yeah, it's never it's never like top of the line. Yeah, so I don't get it. But I also don't drink a lot of clear sodas. Like I don't do the lemon lime too much. Yeah. But if I was gonna, it was gonna be a Sierra Mist. So I was like, all right, you killed Sierra Mist. Starry had some big shoes to fill. Some big cups to fill. It is definitely not a rebranding of Sierra Mist. Okay. It blows the lemon-lime flavor out the door. I mean, Man. it's like just eating a fruit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, right. mean, I mean, you were just punched with absolute fruit flavoring. I want to try a Starry, man. Zero crispiness, though. Like, <laughs> completely cold and fresh out of the, the fridge. And not crispy. Flavorful. Hmm. But no crisp. And I prefer the crisp to the flavor, so I don't like it. Okay. Taylor loves it. I'll pick one up tomorrow. She thought it was very good. Uh, I mean, I'll give another shot. But I don't know. It definitely was a letdown for me. I did not love it boo but on top of that here's a little quick news story a big boo for you you ready okay. yes amc theaters 
is changing the pricing of their seats, which I found okay. interesting. When's the last time they changed their prices? Well, I mean, they've changed their prices like with, you know, inflation and all that stuff, but they're making yeah. like seat specific pricing changes. Oh, it's a program they're calling Sightline, right? What? Okay. The seats that are closest to the screen that have the worst sightline are cheaper. And as you go backwards up the theater to see the screen better, what? they charge you more money. Oh my God, that's bizarre. And the middle seats cost the most. I hate that. <laughs> so if you wanted prime seating and you got like a couple rows back, two seats in the middle, somebody yeah. could buy seats right next to you on that same row, pay less money. What the fuck? <laughs> That is the dumbest corporate move I've ever heard in my life. They're pricing it like it's a stadium. I mean, yeah. I feel I feel like front row seats, maybe I could see knocking off a couple of dollars because you walk out with a crick in your neck and you can't Yeah, really... shit sucks. Yeah. But like paying more for the center, that is stupid. I heard a really good take, um, I guess, from some guy that does like one of those like money talks kind of shows things, you know? Okay. And he was like, he was like, do you not understand how dumb this move is? He was like, who was going to stop me from buying one of the front row seats, the cheap <laughs> seats, and then going to sit wherever I go? The yeah. little teenager that you have watching the doors, they don't even have people because, you know, nobody's staffed well. Mm -hmm. For sure. When, when have you gone to a, a movie theater in the past 10 years, 10, 15 years where somebody was at every door letting you in or yeah. made sure that you had the right tickets, you sat in the right seat. When was the last time somebody ensured the theater was working the way that it was supposed to? Yeah. I mean, there's nobody even like running the movie up in the booth anymore. And yes, half the time there's not even a person taking tickets at the front because it's all like digital. That's so, what like, I'm I could saying. Just walk in, sit wherever Sometimes I walk yep. into the movies and I'm like, why did I pay for the ticket? Like, no one even looked at me as I walked in here. <laughs> I buy a lot of children tickets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why not? You know? Yeah. I, I do that quite frequently because nobody cares. Save you money. Nobody's looking, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Who is to stop me from buying a front row seat and sitting in my prime sightline viewing? You know, especially if you're like buying just before the movie, you can go in and see which seats have actually been purchased and taken. So mm -hmm. like go ahead and buy that front row seat and then sit yeah. way in the back. Do you know how many times at Studio Movie Grill we bought the seats we were going to sit in? Nobody's around. So we <laughs> went and picked the seat we wanted and then ate yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Like, why not? But thankfully, this is AMC and I'm a Cinemark person, so I don't have to deal with this. But... Because movie theaters are trying to find ways to bring people back into theaters. Do you think raising uh -huh. the prices Not is how you're going to get people back? What a dumb move. Because the guy even said, it used to cost me like 40 bucks to take my family to the movies. Now you're saying it's going to cost me 60 to 70? Why would yeah. I want to go? To That's see stupid. one movie spend 70 bucks? Think about that. That's, That's not going to work. Yeah. He was like, it's not sustainable, and I'm fully no. behind that. Yeah. Stupid. Lame. Bad move, AMC, <laughs> even though they are bringing back Best Picture Showcase this year, and I oh, cool. will probably want to go to that. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of watching things, I just marathoned a series that I think you would really get some enjoyment out of. Okay. It's called Alice in Borderlands. Have you heard of this one? I have not. So it's a Netflix exclusive, which I didn't okay. know. But like, it's... Um, I want to Google this before I say it, but I'm, okay. okay. Yeah. It's, it's a Japanese TV show Oh, okay. and it is fully like it's in Japanese. Like there, it's subbed and it's also dubbed. Yeah. If you wanted it, we put on the dub for a little bit and I was like, I'm not doing stop. it for me. Yeah. It wasn't like squid game level, but it, it wasn't God, squid game. good. Yeah. Squid game is so bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. So the we, we went with subtitles and okay. watched it, and the whole so the theme of it is is like kind of every other. I felt I feel like a lot of Japanese media do this type of battle royale thing all the time, mm-hmm. where like people are in danger and have to play sick games for their lives, okay. type of thing. Um, so it's very Squid Game in that respect, but it had a cool kind of spin on it. So. Basically, these people are just like walking around Tokyo one day and the world suddenly like there's fireworks in the sky and then everyone disappears. Like everyone is gone. Okay. And so it's just like a few people and they're walking around and everything is like there's not even dead people on the street. There's just like yeah, no just... signs that anything has ever been here. So there's not even like leftover clothes. Like they're just you're gone. Yeah, Nothing. Okay. So it's very spooky and we spent, it's, it's only two seasons and it's like a self-contained thing. Like it, it has two seasons. It gets in, gets out, tells oh. that story and leaves. I could get behind that. Okay. It's very good. And it's not that long. I think it had um, like somewhere between 16, 20 episodes and they were each like 45 minutes to an hour 20. <sighs> okay. Yeah. They're kind of long toward the end there. They get a little bit long, but um, I want to tell you how it ends so bad, but I also oh want you God. to watch it because the end was like such a cool twist that I did not see coming. And okay. as a person who participates in a lot of like Japanese visual novel culture, I was expecting a, a few different storylines could play out and the ending, the way they do it is so like correct and perfect that it just, it's one of my new favorite things that I've ever seen. And it had a lot of like really interesting characters. There were times like you grow to love these characters over the course of a few episodes. And by episode four, like half the people you know and love are dead. Yeah. So (laughs) it's, it's not a plot armor type of show. Like anyone can die. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were several times when I was like clutching my pearls and screaming because my favorite (laughs) character is getting eviscerated in a horrible way yeah and i cried a lot during the show it was very emotional but um i recommend it it's very good i like to say i'll get to it soon but taylor is all about outlander right now oh my god if you guys need a smut show that's not (laughs) even that smutty a show okay so belinda works very familiar with it because one of her best friends loves it and actually did a Kelsey thing where she was like, Hey, the new season's coming out. Let's like watch them and get caught up. And then we can all watch the premiere. Like we did with game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. Uh, None of her friends enjoyed it. So they came to one night and never went back, which was sad. Oh, that's so sad. But, uh, so she like is familiar and she's like, I don't know. And they're like, 
a lot of nudity in it. And for a smut <laughs> show, I will say, pretty pretty sparring use of nudity. I would akin this more to a Game of Thrones. Like, it's definitely more like political moves and power. Every now and then, it gets a little steamy, but it's it's definitely not about that. Okay. That's a really fucked up show. Is it? It's, like, really messed up. Like, just politically, or? No. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. It's definitely not for 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 old Yimtope listeners. All right. Uh, but it's, like, a wild show. So if you guys are looking for, I don't know, a nice little love fantasy romp, because you know us here on Yimtope, we love our love. That's why we're we all big love. into Love is Blind. Yes. Oh, my God. New episodes are coming out tomorrow as of the day we're recording this. I'm so excited. That's true. Oh, my God. We might watch them. I'm going to have to. I don't know. I can't not watch them. It's three of them, right? Because it's supposed to be a whole, like, uh, like, after the altar thing again. I don't even know how many episodes there are, but I'm going to watch all of them in rapid succession. Well, since you love love Mm -hmm. and you extra love love, like, you always get so wrapped up in, like, the love of people. I do. The love in that show would fucking get you, man. All right. Like, it's got me hooked. Because oh, I just man. I just love their love, dude. It's so good. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> but if Taylor wasn't there, of course I wouldn't watch it, I don't think. Because mm-hmm. it it's super it's super political stuff. Like it's 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 the Game of Thrones parts I don't like. Okay. But recommend just in case. But it is still an ongoing show, so it definitely isn't as fast as Alice in Borderlands. So Okay. That's why I'm more interested in that one because I know that I can like, I can just watch it. <laughs> yes, it, that's what I liked about it too. I'm I was like halfway through season two and I was like, are they gonna make a season three? And I'm glad I didn't Google it because I was gonna get oh, probably because it would have spoiled. Yeah, yeah. You know that me knowing that it ends at two is not that big and bigger one for me. That's fine with me. Yeah. No. Okay. Do you want to think about more shows to watch and come back? Yes, please. Okay. Bulby hikes when he pees now. Did he not before? No. Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden now, when we go out walking, he sees a tree and goes, motherfucker, I want to piss on that tree. And he just like <laughs> beelines for him and pees on him. And it's wild. Right. And I guess because he was only raised with yards. Yeah. He can only poop if he gets like, like a grate or something in front of his face. What? So he goes to where the pool is. And he shoves his face into the bars and then shits. Oh my god. Your animal's built wrong. <laughs> or he has to poop on the tree. Like Kelsey. Like if, on the tree. If if this is a tree, I'm giving Kelsey the visuals. Okay. <laughs> if this is the tree, he literally backs up and like puts his legs on it. And shits down the tree. No, that's not how it's supposed to work. It's really weird. God. Yeah, he doesn't know how to poop normal. Who designed this thing? If you folks enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode by going on over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap. That stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now. Over there on that website, you can sign up to be our patron. The patrons are our best friends, the ones who help us make the show, the executive producers, if you will. They give us the content. We give it right back to them. 
If you want to be the ultimate supporter beyond the Patreon, you can get yourself some Yemtope gear over at the Yemtope Apparel store. We are going to have new stuff in that store. I promise you very, very soon. Uh, we're planning on having it up before our podcast anniversary, which is coming up so soon. Yeah, I know. My God, we have like two months to play in Streamtober. Stream, stream, streamversary. Yeah. <laughs> It'll happen. All right. Uh, so go check out the store. The link to the shop lives in the show notes. And as always, thank you so much to our supporters. We love you so much for the bottom and the top and the sides and the back and the front of our hearts. Now let's get you back to that regularly scheduled content. I know your answers. Uh-huh. But we have <laughs> we have to go anyway. We have to I do this. Know. We, we have do to do this. I really wanted people from the community on, I mean, this topic's not going away anytime soon. That could still be a possibility, but yeah, we're talking the new Harry Potter game. Yes. I wanted people from the community in any capacity. Just the trans the, community. I say just LGBT. Like I want to know from like all angles because, you know, they're all part of the, they're all part of the, the same group. Yeah. Like, I feel like they all got to almost care about each other's kind of, you know, The issues, alphabet right? army. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I feel like it's not just a trans issue. Like, it's it's about being not standard in any way, you know? That's what mm-hmm. LGBT is about. It's not, you know, well, the gays are on their side. The bi's are on their side. Like, they're all one, you know? Yeah. So I really would like just anybody's kind of take on it as well. But I think we have to go into it because the game has already been out as of the time we're recording. Because you can purchase it, which, by the way, unrelated. But I fucking really hate that they sell you an edition of the game for $10 more. And not just Harry Potter, just games in general. Uh-huh. You'll buy a $10 like deluxe one. And you get to play three days early because you spent ten more dollars. That's the only perk you get. That's the only perk. I mean, most of the time, yeah. Gah. Well, so they offer like a couple cosmetics, and you know me, I don't care about cosmetics. So I'm like, yeah. So so the perk is three days for ten dollars. Like fuck that. That's annoying. But anyway, so I mean, like I know people that are playing it already. Yeah. So how are people playing it right now? Is it because of the three day perk? Because of the three day perk. Okay. Now, I've seen a lot of streamers that, you know, of course, they, they were given a code, so they just get to play uh-huh. it, right? <sighs> I mean, all right. Here we go. Here we go. What do you think about this game? I don't know what else <laughs> to say besides that. What do, you, what do you think about this game? I'm having trouble reconciling it because, you know, that I've been playing Overwatch 2, and like, who am I to say uh, someone okay. can't play a game Yeah, by a creator that you don't agree with? We've talked extensively on Yemtip about like separating the art from the artist type of yeah. thing, you know? Like, of course, Harry Potter lives with JK. Like, she is the person who created it. She is the person who's going to profit from it. She yeah. built this empire and will be the one to tear it down herself by God. If she keeps tweeting, but I actually fully did not <laughs> think about the blizzard side of that as well. It's You're a right. weird argument because like, it so is there. There are things to be said for it because by 
See, now I'm like way more intrigued because I'm like, oh, you're bringing a whole angle I wasn't yeah. even really prepared for. Okay. I don't want to like defend myself or I mean attack myself either, but I'm just going to, I guess, expose myself. Like I am playing Overwatch 2 and I'm not getting a lot of joy out of it, but I still keep on playing it because I love the characters and I love my friends. And But you're... But it's also a free-to-play game. It is a free-to-play game. And are you season passing? No, I have not put any money at all on this game. See, I think that makes it a little bit different. Like, you're you're yeah. indulging in, in the game, but you're not really profiting the game. Yeah, so i Unless I'm, they're going to profit from the numbers, you know what I mean? Right, like, I'm still uh, existing in the player base. Like, I, I can be accounted as a person who partakes in Overwatch... Who partakes in Blizzard content. And okay. I won't lie. Like I, I would buy more Overwatch merchandise. If they came up with some more cool diva stuff. I'd purchase it. Because I love her. But like. It's. Yeah. It's a weird space for me to. To talk in. Because like. When I think about. Supporting. Overwatch as a game. I think about like. I'm supporting the devs who worked on it. And that's okay because they worked yeah. really hard despite the shitty circumstances their company has put them in. And like, I don't agree with any of the Activision Blizzard CEOs and the way that they treat their employees, but the content that they make is great. I hate the monetization of it. I love yeah. being in it. And in the world of this Harry Potter business that's going on, it feels like, I should be able to say the same thing. Like the devs worked really, really hard on this game. They don't necessarily support JK Rowling. I should be able to just go in and like be a wizard and be able to exist in this world without the baggage of knowing that the creator hates anybody who doesn't conform to her idea of a perfect society. Yeah. Uh, I should be able to go in and like hang out and not think about like, Oh, the goblins are a metaphor for jewish people and how they're a plight on humanity according to her or whatever but like man that exasperation <laughs> breath yeah like i haven't even looked at, at any of the game because i don't want to want to play it you know i don't want to okay. have to put myself in the shoes of like oh i wish i could play that game yeah. i'm just kind of staying out of it because i've been removed from harry potter fandom for so long that like i don't really have a stake in it anymore okay so i am not like sad that i'm missing out on a harry potter thing you know see man i got a lot of things to bring up with this topic man <laughs> <laughs> so i guess i will just start out right i want that game yeah i, know I you knew do. <laughs> i wanted that game like two years ago or three when it first got leaked or whatever like before all this was even a thing like i wanted that game yeah I want that game. Like, I fully do. It's just all the stuff around it that makes it like, ah, which is the problem. Mm -hmm. Because if this game wasn't branded Harry Potter, like, see, that's, that's, that's my crux with it. I don't want it because it's a Harry Potter game. If you fucking look at it, it's one of the most polished, cool playing, good looking, just games that has come out in a while. Like, if... If this wasn't branded Harry Potter and was just anything else, I would want it just as bad. Yeah. It is just, it's a good looking game. Why couldn't it have been the wizarding world of Perry Potter? For real, why couldn't it have been anything else? Like, it just had to be that branding. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it looks good. It looks phenomenal. 
And it's like it's like the day that uh, the 72 hours went up, the people could start playing it beforehand. Mm-hmm. That is all my TikTok has been. It's like it Ugh. knows. And like, God, like I'll watch a TikTok and go, who in their right mind could ever fucking buy this game? Like, God, <laughs> everyone sucks if they buy this game. And then I'll watch the next one and go, that's a good point. I should want to be a wizard, Harry. <laughs> like, it is insane to me how drastic the viewpoints are. I know. And, like, it fucking sucks that we as consumers are put in this, like, moral dilemma position. Like, we have to be the ones who take the high horse and don't deign to play this game. Like, yeah, why... <laughs> Why are we in a society that puts us in a position that, like, we have to be the ones to make a stand and, like, I'm not going to play this video game that I've been looking forward to for three years because the woman who is involved in the creation sucks. Like, see, that's why I wanted somebody from the community because I have seen TikToks of trans people thoroughly shitting on the game, as they should, Mm -hmm. and I've seen tons of trans people saying, I'm playing it tomorrow even within the community itself it's like a 50/50 divide yeah and like which, which is kind of astounding to me like i really thought like the community would be in a stance and it's like everyone else that would be 50/50 but it's just 50/50 down the fucking board yeah like nobody's on the same page it's kind of amazing to me What's going on with your light bulb? <laughs> I think Taylor's trying to figure out what is happening. <laughs> Does she They're need like, you? Is I this an know. SOS call? Hello. Is Taylor in the I room have... with us right now? <laughs> uh, she did ask me if I had batteries. I do not. I have no batteries. Yeah, like that's the whole thing. So I saw one that I kind of thought was interesting. It was this this guy so this was just a gay guy not a not a not a trans guy okay but he came out and so this is the kind of stuff that like i don't like where like people will tell you what's going on but they don't show you what's going on Mm -hmm. it's like he opened up the tiktok with like jk has been tweeting all kinds of stuff this week like about this game about being a turf and all this stuff right and i was like but is she like i want to know so I looked up her Twitter and she definitely was all week long. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, I was like, okay, cool. Continue, sir. You know, like if you're going to tell it to me, like at least have it in the background, like show right. me. I don't want you to just tell me and I'm going to have to just take a dude online's word for it. Yeah. You know, but so man, what a good take. What a phenomenal take. So he's like, you know, she's tweeting all this stuff and she's tweeting it this week. He makes it sound so nefarious too. He was like, she's tweeting this week all this stuff because she already knows this is going to be one of the biggest selling things of the year, period. Mm. We all know it is. I know that there's a big thing about it. This game is going to sell mass amounts. Absolutely. Period. It's just going to. And he was like, which is horrible because she knows that the Wizarding World brand is dying. The Fantastic Beast movies fucking flopped. They canceled the two other movies. Wow, okay. Remember? Like, like the Harry Potter brand is not strong like it was. Hmm. 
all the media that comes out for it doesn't really do that great. I don't think Gen Z is interested and millennials are kind of aging out of it. Kind of. But so it's like she knows this is going to sell like gangbusters. And he was like, and she's tweeting this stuff now so she can say, and I was tweeting this when it came out and you guys still bought it. And I was like, she probably will. That's (laughs) That's a good point. She has gone through interviews and be like, she's gone through interviews and said stuff that is, it boils down to like, I know when people buy my game, they're supporting me and my ideals. Like she'll outright say that shit. Like you think I'm a turf? Well, like 8 million people loved this book or movie or game or whatever. And she just takes it like as direct support. And that's, not always what it is, of course. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's probably going to be some trans folks who are playing it as a direct middle finger to her. Like, fuck you, I exist in spite of your shitty so ideals. I've found a TikTok person. She's been streaming it, and every stream has been a charity for a trans foundation. So that's nice. She's playing it, people are watching, and whatever gets donated is going straight towards the community. So the game is almost driving against its own point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is very cool. Like, there's just so much. There's just so much. Like, there's me and so Ferdin, much. <laughs> me and Ferdin were texting back and forth all day, just different TikToks we were finding about it. Because yeah. he was like, the drama's getting bigger. There's even a trans character in the game. Is there really? Yes, there is. And these girls were like, do you know her fucking name? They're like, her name is Serona, whatever her name was, right? And okay. Like so, her name is Sir. And Ona in Japanese <laughs> means woman, so her name is literally Sir Woman. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> mm. But like, there was that. Then that guy saying, you know, if this does sell big, that means she can start naming her price in Hollywood and stuff again because yeah. clearly this franchise still has legs, you know. Right. Like. <sighs> It is just amazing all the viewpoints, all the things you see. And then I've seen stuff where it's like, you know, people have hated it so much that they've gone back around and are now like the real problem or something. So they're like, so like one guy was saying like, okay, goblins have existed in fantasy all this time Mm -hmm. and they've always been kind of what they are. Yeah. So by you hating the fact that they are this way in this game you're kind of accepting the stereotype they're standing for thereby you're being the racist person imparting the jewish view onto that fictional race of people people the the drama snake is eating its own tail that's what i'm saying like the views are coming from all angles (laughs) i have been bombarded with the most asinine amount of theories takes everything that that alone makes the game like not fun you know yeah. what i mean like, it has so much fucking baggage the simple act of buying it or not buying it has become a whole yeah. thing like i wish <laughs> i've seen a lot of tiktoks about like no ethical consumption under capitalism yes. and yeah that's like the new motto going around which sucks and feels bad. <laughs> like every so single... So I saw one that tied it back to the good place. Oh, really? 
Oh my god, yeah, because the their model for hell is so outdated. Like everything that they do, like drinking yeah. almond milk gets you fifty hell points or whatever. So it was the scene. Uh, I don't know if you remember the scene, but I guess she, Eleanor's living with like a boyfriend. And she brings home some coffee and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't drink that coffee. That's the guy that was harassing the women that work there. And she's like, yeah, but it's like super close. And so <laughs> he like pulls up the video of him being like, of course, you didn't get the job dog face. Like you have to be <laughs> a nine to work here and you're a three. Oh, my God. So she's all like, well, I don't know. And then uh, like the next day she's like, hey, I got us tickets to like the Colts game. And he's like, oh, cool. And she's like, oh, but two of the players have DUIs. Guess we can't enjoy that game. Why don't we just listen to R. Kelly uh, do this and get some Chick-fil-A? How does that sound? God. She's like, there's bad shit everywhere, man. Yeah. He's like, but shouldn't we like try to be good? Like, shouldn't we try to be good? And she's like, that's hard. <laughs> like, like, uh, it's hard to live that way. <laughs> I mean, she's right. It is hard to live that way. Like, it, yeah. it's getting harder. Like, the simple act of trying to boycott a company. Like, Nestle's a pile of shit, and nobody likes them and wants to buy their products. But at the same time, <sighs> Nestle is a, a parent corporation to, like, 18 other corporations that so, have so many brands. Taylor just brought this up before I walked in here. <laughs> because we were talking about Nestle, and she goes, okay, Banfield, the pet hospital, is owned by Mars, which is the Nestle brand. Oh, my God. Like, the people vaccinating your dog vaccinating your cat keeping them alive are related to nestle yeah nestle has weird fingers in everything yeah and i'm not saying that jk rowling also has weird fingers and everything like if you wanted to boycott jk rowling stuff you just boycott harry potter and you're done i think as far as i know but like it just i i hate that the onus is on us as consumers to make that decision instead of like the people who are making the money to make better decisions about what they do with their lives and how yeah. they live. <laughs> Why does it trickle down to us? You brought up something and I was going to tell you a point and I forgot it and moved on, but back to it again. Why does it have to come down to us? Because Harry Potter means a lot for people for different reasons. So yeah. So me and Taylor were having a discussion about Harry Potter till like, 2 two thirty in the morning one night like oh it God. started at like midnight we were just going through like <laughs> all this kind of shit right serious discussion and she was like well f- like harry potter to me is not even like the magic it's not even this stuff she was like it's all about this one part for me it's uh the third book which is why it's her favorite book that's my favorite book too when harry does the patronus for the first time mm-hmm because he's there trying to save his uncle, all that stuff. And he's always been in a world where nobody wants him. Nobody loves him. But somebody's always been there to help him. And in that moment, he has no one to help him. And he has to do it. And he helps himself, right? Yeah. So Taylor's like, it's like me. Like, nobody would ever help me. Nobody did stuff for me. And, like, I have to take care of my stuff, you know? Yeah. And so that part hits really big with her. So when she thinks Harry Potter, that's what she thinks. Right. Because there is good stuff in it. I mean, this movie, this franchise speaks to so many things. Like, they have the whole thing where they have to stand up to their own, uh, what do you call them, dementors. And it's just like, 
the worst mm-hmm. thing that you could ever imagine is coming at you. And like, there's so many cool metaphors. They have the whole mirror of horizon situation. And at its core, the story is about like a young kid who is abused and neglected getting out of that situation and being able to live out his wildest dreams. Yeah. And like, yeah, it sucks that Harry Potter in the story was like actually a rich kid and never actually spent any of that money yeah. on his poor friends. But like, man, <laughs> sometimes true. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. You just want to enjoy the fucking piece of material for what it means to you. So, you know, I get deep sometimes. I'm going to mm-hmm. go deep on it right now. Let's you ready? go deep. Get the scuba gear on. It's about you and Taylor. And you already brought this up. You guys live a world that I don't think I've fully experienced yet. You have, you have blizzard. Uh You truly deeply love blizzard. Yes. And you have this company. Fucking merchandise all over this room. It's just like blizzard stuff. I love, I love the creations that this company has come up with. And it is actively shitting on you, the person. And it's hard for you to enjoy that. Like society has made you unable to enjoy the thing you love. Yes. Right? Taylor loved Harry Potter. Do you know how little she's indulged in Harry Potter since all the tweets started? Mm. Like, she was a Harry Potter gal when I met her. (laughs) And we really haven't... Like, we we even watch the movies pretty frequently together, and now we we haven't watched them in years. Like, she has a hard time even watching the movies now. Yeah. And that's been stripped away from her by, like, external forces. Yeah. And I was this was during our 2 a.m. talk i was like i don't have that i can't think of a thing that i love that the world took from me yeah like i might have loved something and then i grew out of it i decided not to like it no more but i can't think of a thing that like the people involved in it ruined it for everyone that loves it Mm. and the closest i have right now is playstation like with the way they treat their customers and stuff but nobody's vilifying PlayStation. Nobody sits around and shits on PlayStation. Like there's the people that like do it, but there's no like true movement behind it. There's a movement to hate Blizzard. Right. There's not a movement to hate Harry Potter. Societal angst surrounding Sony right now. Exactly. (laughs) That doesn't exist. Like, so that's not even the thing. I can't imagine having a thing that I love and the world is forcing you to not love it. Yeah. Like you and Taylor have a completely different experience on that viewpoint than I do. Because like this game to me, I liked Harry Potter. It's kind of like what you said. Like I've been out of the game for a minute. Like 2007. That was the end of my experience with it. I read the book when it came out, the final one. And that was it. Like that was it. I didn't really live on it past then, you know? Yeah. So to me, it's just like, man, that looks like a good game. But that's it for me. Like, it doesn't mean more or less. You yeah. Know? And so I wanted to bring that up. Like, if there's anything that you guys out there, the listeners, if there's, you know, this franchise, this company, this brand, something for you that you've loved, and then it gets stripped away, I know that's got to suck. Yeah. I'd like to hear more stories about that. Like, if any of y'all have any of that going yeah. on, would love a viewpoint from any of it or if you are just a harry potter fan and it sucks that you can't indulge in this game you know because it hurts your feelings to even try to indulge in it 
tell us about that. Like, I'm curious, you know. Please. I mean, Kelsey literally cried on the show about Blizzard <laughs> Several releasing times. Diablo, and she can't get God. it, you know. Yeah. Like, like I watched you cry in person. <laughs> like, that's that's a big thing. Yeah. You know, like, and that's how people are going to be with this game, and that fucking sucks, dude. I just want to fucking pour a flying creature out of my pocket and write it, man. That's all I want to do. That's all we want. Like, I genuinely miss the days. I don't know if it's because society has become so much more interconnected and involved, like the advent of social media again, or like if it's just stuff that was always here, but we're seeing it now that we're adults. But I feel like it was a much... I hate to say ignorance is bliss, you know, but like it was so much easier when we didn't have to worry about like who's dumping yeah. the toxic chemicals in the river and you could just enjoy your chocolate in peace. Yeah. <sighs> there is an infinite amount of more things to say about Harry Potter, but I just, it's out right now. I felt like it should be discussed because I am a person that wants it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> I put a good gif in there. I thought of like, he's going to press the button, but he just missed it every single time. Like, <laughs> like it's right there, dude. Like I could get it anytime. Yeah. And it is hard to hit that button. Like it's really hard to hit the button. I'm in no place to judge anybody who does. So, but I will throw this out there. I did hear quite the ingenious plot to get it the other day. Okay. Somebody was like, just get it from GameStop. Get it from like a Gamefly where you get it used so it is secondhand. Thus, the money yeah. you're spending on it at that time is not going towards that studio, towards her funds. Technically, it's already happened from the first person that purchased it. So, I mean, it still yeah. happened, but you are not contributing your money towards that entity. Yeah. You're getting the game semi-guilt-free. I guess. So, I was like... Well, what if I wait till it's 50% off? Am I 50% less bad? <laughs> <laughs> Man. I don't think that maths out correctly, but it should be close. Should be close. So anyway, if you're going through the Harry Potter times right now, because my TikTok sure is, let yeah. us know what you guys think about it. Get up in the inbox. Yeah. Well, speaking of TikTok... I had an interesting one. My TikTok is wrecked right now. I don't know about you, but my algorithm <laughs> is all fucked up. I'm just Harry Potter right now. That's it. <laughs> I'm getting like the weirdest mix of stuff. Like I'll get videos that I'm like, I'm not interested in this. I'm not interested in this. And then it'll show me one that has like 2 million likes. And it's like, do you like this one? Okay. Like it's testing me. And I'm like, I don't want to see this person dance. And I swipe again and it just gives me new stuff. <laughs> I hate but dancing ones. <laughs> Like, I feel, I feel like TikTok is trying to figure me out. Like, it's like, are you changing? Is something different? I'm going to figure out what's going on with you. But I got one interesting one that ran across my feed. Um, this okay. woman was like, I've been inspired by a couple of other creators on here. I'm doing something that I'm calling Delusion Week, where I just act like the most delusionally hot, successful person of myself. Like, the most successful version of myself. Okay. And I was like... What does that entail? So she had this playlist yeah. of like delusion week and her delusion week is she gets up at five 30 in the morning and she goes to the gym and she like cooks her full meals and cleans the dishes afterward and eats them. And like, 
cleans the house and is productive and does gratitude journaling and is basically doing like the, the TikToker's life. Yeah. yeah, what 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 a person might wish they could do yeah. in a day's work. And <laughs> the way that she phrased it was so interesting to me. She's like, I'm hijacking my free will and I'm just going to do delusionally what I think I should do. Okay. Like that's an interesting concept. That is actually really intriguing. <laughs> so I'm going to do a delusion week. <laughs> okay. I'm starting on Sunday, uh, which is going to be the 12th. So okay. this is yesterday. If you're listening to this on Monday, um, I'm just going to, no, I'm not fucking waking up at five 30 because that is beyond delusional for me as a human being. Yeah. I'm going to wake up at seven. <laughs> I'm going to do a reasonable <laughs> okay. workout that works for me. Um, I'm going to fucking gratitude journal because I try to do that every so often and I fall out of it. I have a really hard time with journaling and also with being grateful sometimes, (laughs) which is not great for my psyche. Cause did I send uh, you? Okay. So is that like positive affirmations, but just writing it down in a journal? Kind of, yeah. Just being like, I am grateful for whatever, like a thing that you are okay, happy okay. it happens. So I'm the way I'm doing a soft launch on my delusional week. <laughs> I've already started a little bit. So I had Wednesday off. I was like, I'm going to go buy a planner. And I spent $80 at Michael's on planner Ooh. and stickers and pens and things okay. that make me want to use the planner. Yeah. Soft launched myself into a delusion week. So it's like more like delusion week and a half. Um but yeah, I've been gratitude journaling for the last couple of days. So I just write down like, this is the thing I'm grateful for. This is my favorite thing that happened today. This is what I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Okay. And that's just three things. And it's good enough for me, I think. Okay. And I'm going to try that for as long as I can. And we'll see how it improves my outlook. I need to send you a TikTok. It's one of my all-time favorites. Okay. Okay. All of my all-time favorites are always girls, like, breaking down. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds horrible. our friendship, though. (laughs) It sounds horrible, but my all-time favorite TikTok, literally of all time, is the girl that went to the hairdresser but has purple left in her hair, and she's crying about how she hates it, and she's like, and I tipped her really well, but I hate it. (laughs) I fucking love that TikTok. I think my second favorite one is another girl. She's like... Hello, my name is Ashley, and I'm going to do my positive affirmations for today. And she starts just saying nice things about herself and starts, like, full-blown, like, weeping. You sent me that one, too. <laughs> it's the best fucking TikTok of all time. Oh, my it's God. It's so good. I imagine that's how uh, gratitude journaling feels sometimes. Yes. thousand <laughs> percent. So uh, I invite you all to join me in Delusion Week. Uh, It doesn't have to be a week. It could be just a couple of days. It could be a whole month if you're feeling frisky. Just be delusional with me. Be the most delusionally (sighs) confident, hottest version of yourself. Let's see what happens. I'm like, can I? Can I even pretend to believe the things that I would have to do in that? I don't even know. Be delusional. Just wake up and hijack your free will. Decide to do it. The way I'm thinking about it, it is like, I am going to be a sim that someone else is controlling. It's not me this time. Someone else is taking me over for a week. I'm like half crying. Like, I don't think I can even pretend to be that happy, man. Oh my God. I don't even know. Do a delusion week with me. Do I have to gratitude journal? Because 
I don't want to do that. You don't have to. What's the most delusionally confident, hottest version of yourself doing right now? He's playing games that he never plays anymore. There you go. That's all you got to do. Mm, I don't have money for games. Well, the games that I want. You have so many games that you have not played. I want to play Metroid. My gosh. <laughs> the game I've already played. <laughs> the hottest version of myself plays Metroid for a week straight. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. I was gonna be unemployed. <laughs> I know. God, I said, "Fuck you, boss." I'm saving the planet. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, I'm excited about it. I'll report back and let you know how it goes and tell you what I learn. I will also debate it and do maybe just a soft week with you then. Okay, soft. Week. I'll try it. I'll try it. Wonderful. Okay. Um, and one last thing that also kind of goes along with this um i have always been interested in like coding and programming and it just so happens that at my work they're doing this thing called python boot camp which sounds okay. like the coolest fucking thing ever because python boot camp how does it not sound like you're about to i don't know kill a tiger with a syringe but yep. um python is a programming language that i'm like now rudimentarily rudimentarily familiar with okay um it's like a 10-week course where you just like learn the basics of python and you take all these building blocks and make them into programs and shit and it has been so weird for me because like i've been doing like small basic assisted programming with like sql and access databases but python is like you can just open a program and type in code and make like a whole other program out of it. Yeah. And it's a brand new thing for me and it's making my brain light up in ways that it hasn't in years. (laughs) So it feels it's fun and I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. It's just like two hours every Friday that I'm learning how to do stuff. And the first two weeks I was like, this is easy. And then week three, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I don't understand this. And then week four, I was like, actually, I get it again. So I think it's clicking (laughs) now. That's really cool that your job is like, because it's through through your job, right? That you're getting to take it. I think it's really cool that they let you do that. So I can't wait to see what you build with it then. I'm excited too. Like, that's neat. Well, are you ready to go think about if uh, we're going to buy that game or not? I suppose. (laughs) I mean, I've already thought. (laughs) I'm going to go watch about 10,000 more TikToks about it, though. Okay. If you love this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the absolute best way to get the good yum up into fresh new ears. Go tell them, hey, every single Monday, these guys are there talking about some wild stuff, talking about long lost childhood fandoms being ripped away by the cruelty of the world, all that kind of stuff, all the things that a good millennial wants to hear about. <laughs> so, yeah, tell a friend, tell everybody. And you guys can join us on this wild ride that is being alive on this planet with us. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you want to not just listen, you want to engage with us, get a little feedback from us, you can go over to our Twitter. Why don't you tweet us? Tell us what you think about the whole Harry Potter controversy. Tell us what you think about AMC raising the prices of, t- of fucking movie seats. Like, Why? Why? Let us know what your favorite seasonal flavor is and how distraught you are when they rip that away from you. And if you've watched Kelsey's show, Alice in Borderlands, tell me how amazing you think it is because yes. Kelsey doesn't give that kind of feedback to just any old show. Like, this show's 
going to be pretty good. It's very good. Uh, and if you want to be a little bit more engaged with us, you can go over to our Patreon. And for our lowest tier, you can actually get in our secret Discord where we chit-chat about all this stuff day in and day out. We are talking about all kinds of topics. We've got different channels for just games, movies, anime stuff. Anime is big here at Yimtope. Um, yeah, just come chit-chat with us there and tell us what you thought about this show in the Discord with a whole bunch of other fans that can just sit there and chit-chat with you. And thank you again to all of you patrons, no matter what tier you are in. You are the lifeblood of Yimtope. We love you guys very much for it. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube because he deserves your love. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Will we ever find the ethical consumption under capitalism? But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Oh my god. Hello? This is the worst. Like, the second you said something about new internet, you cut out. Please don't tell me you're gone forever. Robert. (laughs) I'm scared. Robert just texted me that his computer just blue screened. I swear to god, if we lose this whole episode, I'm gonna cry. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Oh, God.